Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. All right, folks, as uh, people uh, filter in, I'm Alex with Swamp Rat Fishing, and this is Bass and Brews, episode four. Today, we've got Mike Goes Fishing. Um, before we get to him, first, I want to talk about Hookset Hoodlums. Uh, listen, if you guys haven't been following Hookset Hoodlums and the whole crew, uh, especially these last two weeks on Instagram, you guys are missing out. They have been slamming fish left and right. And not only have they been slamming fish, what why I like to work with them uh, as a company is they are family first. They're one team, one passion, just an excellent, excellent group of anglers to be with. Um, if you guys head over to www.hooksethoodlums.com, uh, you can snag yourself some merch. You can use uh, discount code SWAMPRATFISHING, all one word, save yourself some cash. Uh, also, uh, before we start tonight... It's Bass and Brews. So we've got uh, Kate May Brewing Company. It's a local brewing company uh, down here in South Jersey. Excellent company. Uh, If they're watching, you need to sponsor this podcast because I will continue to drink your beer no matter what. But uh, this is Crushing It. This is a Grapefruit India Pale Ale. Let's get started. All right. So tonight we've got Mike Goes Fishing. Uh, If you guys don't follow him on Instagram or YouTube, as soon as we're done with this, make sure you go over there, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, and get with them. I think I discovered his stuff probably about three, four months ago. Um, he's got uh, one, his pictures are on point. He takes great product shots, uh, great fish photos. Um, he's part of the uh, the Six Nation, which is amazing. Six Sense is uh, an amazing bait company. And he's always out there repping them, which I like. Um, but something subtle, especially on his uh Instagram page, this guy puts so much work into that description box. You know, sometimes that box that we kind of like scroll through quickly, you know, we double tap, we like, we throw some flames up. Dude, if you guys follow him, you got to take time to read it because he puts work into them and they're like, it's meaningful content. So uh, I'm really excited to have him on here. He's a great dude. Also, like he's multi-species, which I really like to see. So, uh, so Mike, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, kind of what you do. Alrighty, man. How's it going, everyone? My name's Mike. Um, I have the page Mike Goes Fishing, and I I go fishing. <laughs> but uh, I go. F- um, no, I I really I've been fishing my whole entire life. I think ever since my dad could get me on a boat or to the river or whatever, I've been fishing. So um, as long as I can hold a rod in my hand, I've been either on the river or on a lake. Catching bluegills, catching trout, and uh, yeah, it wasn't till I think like 2014 where mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to like really seriously start bass fishing. Um, I was in college and met my best friend there, and we were like, you know what, you like fishing, I like fishing, we'll go fishing after class, we'll start this thing, we'll go, and then. I discovered Instagram shortly after that. We started getting into it. And then I started to um, watch YouTube videos. 
figuring out who's creating content out there. And I was like, you know, what? I want to do that. I want to be just like these guys. You know, it was very inspirational. And I started posting just anything fishing, like Lucky Tackle Box stuff, my new bait caster that I didn't know how to use. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, got to the point where I was like, me and my buddy would skip a few classes and go fishing. And, you know, I just started getting serious from there, man. I, I, I like that, man. And, and again, if you guys don't follow him, what's also great, especially me and him have had these conversations where and on this YouTube landscape, as fishing has uh, kind of progressed through, um, there's a lot of my mind language, but bullshit content out there. There's a lot of grocery mm -hmm. store um, challenges, these Walmart uh, like snack food challenges. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's out there that's like solely for like clickbait and views. And what Mike puts yes. out is very realistic fishing. And these are the guys that I like to talk to people that are showing like the real thing. It's not like screaming um, at a character over a one pound bass. It's not throwing a, a gummy worm out there. Right. We're like mm -hmm. out there really fishing. And that's what I like about you, man. Yeah. That's what I like about you too, man. You're out there on the kayak. You're, you're doing it legit. And I really liked uh, this winner. If you guys didn't see it, he did some ice fishing videos and, and you caught some good fish, but then you also, uh, what would really like, I don't know, like made me connect with you on that video is when you just sat down and you're like, yeah, it's time to have a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? Yep. And that totally fits you. Right. Cause your Instagram, I look forward to my daily death metal and coffee cup picture on Instagram that you throw up on that story. I love it. Yeah. Um, I I've been listening to, death metal metal hardcore punk all that for since i can remember i, I blame my mother um <laughs> <laughs> that's usually not the one you hear your mom your mom's yeah. a big death metal <laughs> yeah, fan or, yeah. Uh, uh, she she raised me on blink 182 and eminem so all right <laughs> all right but uh yeah i really wanted to incorporate that into you know what i post on my stories or just my fishing because that's part of who i am you know i'm just I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to be like, oh, people aren't going to like death metal. Like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Dude, so. I love it. I love it. There's nothing better. Like, honestly, I'm not even joking. Like, I get up and I have my coffee and I'm like, all right, where's my cat? Where's my, where's my coffee cup? And then just like grind course, something just like way at it, you know, relaxing <laughs> cup of coffee and just heavy metal. I love it, man. Mm -hmm. It wakes you up in the morning. That's for sure. It, not exactly. All right. So when it comes to fishing, what would you say your style is? And, uh, and, and by that, I mean, uh, one, are, are you more power? Or are you more finesse? And then are, are you looking for the biggest bass in the lake? Or are you trying to catch a big bag, like uh, quantity-wise? Hmm. Well, I like, I like to think I'm a versatile fisher, but it really comes down to uh, power fishing. I really like power fishing. I want to really like power fishing. And here... It doesn't really always work out because and and know. where are you at again? Uh, I live in Michigan, so West Michigan. Michigan. Uh, yep, Great Lakes area. And uh, are you in the UP yeah. or are you in the lower? No, I'm in the lower. Unfortunately, okay. I want to be up in the UP. Man, it's so beautiful up there. Uh, but you know, f finesse is king. But I want to be that power fisherman. I want to throw crank baits. I want to throw big jigs. I want to throw big swim baits. And right. uh, I, I really, I really like the jig, the swim jig, especially. 
I know you like the swim jig yourself. Oh, I love the swim jig. I love the swim jig. <laughs> so um, when you're out there, are you looking to catch, like, anything? Are you looking to get, like, uh, um, I mean, I posted this up there once. Like, are, are, are you looking to get the biggest bass out of that whole lake? Or are you looking to get, like, maybe, like, four or five of the medium range? Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I Probably, probably the numbers. I'll take four or five of the medium range. Obviously, we all want the big fish, but four or five of the medium range, I'll take that all day. I love that, and uh, hopefully, there is a big one mixed right? in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit before we came on, so I talked to some folks down south, right? And those guys are always like, "Look, I'm always looking for the biggest bass in the lake." Mm-hmm. Well, it must be easy when like every fish in your lake is huge. Um, so yep. Texas. Florida, um, not to stir the pot, but you can suck it. Um, well, well, this uh, this question comes in from Ramon Outdoors uh, on Instagram. Other than largemouth bass, what is your favorite species to catch and why? Other than largemouth bass, um, smallmouth bass. <laughs> smallmouth, okay. Just the, just the, um, I really like smallmouth bass. Um they're especially from the river i really like fishing the river and the smallmouth from the river they got these big old paddle tails so when mm-hmm. you hook in them they're so angry and they're so strong they're used to fighting current all day the whole amount of their life so the fight from even a 10 inch smallmouth is probably greater than you know your one to two pound largemouth bass which is crazy to think but truly is those are so so those guys in the creek I, i've never fished for smallmouth i i wish i could we don't really have a lot down here i should probably travel for them but um do they kind of set up like trout like originally i'm from washington state so i grew up trout fishing in streams and creeks so do smallmouths are they kind of the same like they set up in eddies and they're kind of behind boulder kind of deal or absolutely they do the same exact thing as all your uh, or all your trout so they'll be behind boulders they'll be in um what do you call it uh it's the bank and then it's underneath the bank um oh uh, shoot i can't remember the word but i hope everyone can imagine it right um, <laughs> they'll be underneath there uh underneath timber just about anything trout are at and what are you using to catch those i'll use a jig or a swim jig head with a paddle tail on okay. the back of it um because they're very in the rivers it seems to be shiners shad bait fish they really like the scene to go after bait fish really well so and they hit it aggressively it's like getting hit by a truck every single time <laughs> gotcha all right and then also from ramon outdoors he wanted to know um he wanted to know specifically a question for you how do you know mm-hmm. a guy fly fishes <laughs> oh don't worry about it he'll definitely tell you about it uh, yeah he'll definitely tell you <laughs> so so i've noticed on your channel again it, it's great you use conventional gear this winter you're breaking out the ice gear but you have broken out the fly gear too um yes. so you as a fly fisherman why are you guys so angsty and douchey about everybody else <laughs> there's something about fly uh fly fishing is such it's been such an old school way of fishing. It's like traditional, you know, I think it's like 
the first thing that has ever came out for fishing, basically, you know, besides mm-hmm. probably Tank- Tankara. <laughs> right. So, as a fly fisherman, I feel like a lot of them definitely feel entitled to being a better fisherman. And because they use flies that they may have tied themselves and using natural materials, they definitely feel like they're just entitled. They're like divine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and dude, that was all jokes aside. Like you're definitely not one of those yeah. guys, but um, no, no, no. And I can get some of that. Like you are doing it the old school way. Um, and again, what's mm-hmm. great about your channel is you do it that way, uh, but you do it the other ways as well. Um, the conventional and, and kind of ice way, but back to the fly again, like, and, and you also like, you definitely, you break down the, uh, the super sick sack, right? That's kind of your main box that you do on your channel, but you also mm-hmm. break down, uh, yep. you used to do post flies, but now you do, what's the brand you do now? Uh, I started to do uh, true fly supply. Gotcha. Cause, uh, post fly just wasn't, I don't know. They have their issues and true fly supply seems to be a little bit better. It's a 50-50 with a fly fishing subscription, really. Yeah. Would, would you say, so before six, right? I'm sure you tried the other boxes. You said you did uh, Lucky Tackle Box, right, before? Mm-hmm. Or Mystery Tackle yep, Box. Um, would you say, yep. all right, so we're going to go way off script here. Would you say those are a waste of money? So, so my take on it is, like, if you're super early in your fishing kind of adventure, I personally mm-hmm. think they're bad. I think they give you too much and no, like, no instruction on how to do them, why to do them, any of that. They just sell you a bunch of lures. And then I think they're mm-hmm. kind of good, kind of like maybe like two years into fishing. You kind of know what you're doing, then they'll expose you to other brands. But then after that, I feel like they just, they just fill up space and I never use them. Sixth Sense, I think, is different because I like that brand. And all I'm going to get is six cents stuff. So I know what I'm going to get. But those other ones with the B post fly, uh, mystery tackle box, I feel like those are like a gimmick in a box. Yeah. And I totally have to agree with you, man. Uh, I've tried the lucky tackle box. That was just a bunch of random lures that, sure, it might be great for first starting out, kind of, but not really. Because you can get lost. You can get lost in those boxes. And then Mystery Tackle Bus, I've tried that. It was pretty much the same thing with a few other high-end lures. just wasn't what I personally was looking for. And then finally, I found Six Cents. And those are all great lures. It's all one company. And yep. they don't suck. They don't suck. No. So, <laughs> And, and I, so. I think I've said it before. Their stuff doesn't suck. Now, am I going to use everything that comes in every sack? Probably not. Mm-hmm. To be honest, because I've definitely gotten some like 15 to 20 foot crankbaits. <laughs> Most of my lakes here don't even get close to that deep. But you know what? You can repurpose it. They make great uh, Christmas tree ornaments. They make yes, they great <laughs> rear view uh, mirror hangers. You get a nice like, uh, what is, uh, oh man, the, the Cloud 9. But that one that dives like 15 to 20 feet. That thing looks great dangling off your rear view yes, mirror. It's awesome. That's, it's a good looking bait. It's a good looking bait. <laughs> Too deep, too deep. <laughs> Way too deep. <laughs> Ramon says Monster Bass is one of the best out there. I like how they tailor boxes to specific regions on the U.S., not to mention their bait bags are awesome. Ramon, you're absolutely right. I think they're doing it better than most of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I still 
I still think it could be overload for a brand new angler of like, hey, I got all this stuff. And I think some of that, especially with uh, you mentioned you use YouTube to get started. I did, too. Um, I didn't start bass fishing until 2016. And uh, once you get on like YouTube and you start getting the boxes, there's just so much mm-hmm. information. There's so many baits. There's so many ways to catch these green fish that we love or brown in your uh, occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, let me see here. So you said you you said you started making content because you saw other folks making content, right? Yes. I've talked to other folks about this. It takes a lot to kind of put this content out that we do, right? There's a lot mm-hmm. of pictures that are involved. There's some slight editing work on the pictures. There's, uh, especially with you, there's tons of caption work uh, that yeah. you do pictures which again it's, it's phenomenal um before we go any farther like what what made you kind of like push to put a lot of caption work in oh you know one day i was thinking you know if i'm gonna be doing this every single day why not make it special you know why not take your photos and add something special to it actually add words to it that means something to you because you know you're creating content you're creating something that's for you and that's going to benefit you and people are going to look at hundreds of thousands of people are going to look at so you might as well put the extra effort in there and make it that much better dude when, when i when i saw your stuff i definitely tried to like up my caption game i'm not as good as you at it at all but i i really like that because you can take I mean, not to say they're boring photos, but let's say it's a product shot, right? Like you wearing Mm -hmm. gear or something like that. And uh, I mean, on face value, like that's a good picture. That's good content. And then you keep scrolling through, but that you adding that kind of like insight into what's up with you, kind of with what you're fishing, what's going on. I I think that's just awesome, man. Like you got the best caption game. I appreciate that, man. I really do. (laughs) So moving on from that, you did YouTube, right? And that's a big jump. Yeah, like that's a big jump, right? From some Ooh. static photos to uh, with some text to like putting yourself out there on video. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that took a while to get used to. It really, it really does take a while. At least for me, it did. I didn't even want to show my eyes to a camera or talk to a camera when it first started. But right. like, you know, what? I really want to do this. I really want to do it. So I got. It took a while to get used to, but. It's just that one little step you got to get over and then you get confident with it and it becomes easier and easier and easier and you get better at it. So I like it, man. And, and I've seen every video. I, I think uh, a lot of folks are kind of intimidated. Um, Definitely. Definitely. And, and it's, it, they're especially intimidated, not just the talking, but like the editing of footage. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen with your videos as each one's come out, especially now that you've gone to using a GoPro because uh, you didn't do a lot of GoPro stuff before. There's a lot of unboxings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've noticed that like all your videos are getting better and better and better with every video that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the GoPro I've been waiting, you know, I've wanted to try and make videos with my, just my phone and the tripod and setting it on the bank and doing uh, so difficult. So it's difficult. so tough, right? <laughs> and you just got to constantly move it. Cause when you're bank fishing, you're always moving. You're like hiking miles, especially right. with the big lake. 
and moving a tripod all the time just sucks. So once I got the GoPro, I was like, yeah, now I can really get into this and uh, feel more comfortable. And it's great. It's great so far. <laughs> I think for anybody who hasn't started a channel yet, um, definitely get that GoPro. He's absolutely right. Everybody who says like, oh, you can just start with your phone, throw it on a tripod. They're full of it, man, because you're going to sit there. There's going to be like 30 minutes of just dead air, and then you're going to have to walk back. You have to stop the video. You have to delete the video because you're working off your phone. You're probably eating up tons of space, right? Yep. Uh, but having that GoPro, whether it's on you or I don't really wear one, I wear one behind me, right? But it's just being around it enough, you start to get more comfortable with it. And uh, I like you've always talked actually pretty well to the camera on GoPro, but you can see it getting better and better with every video. So I really kind of like want to push people to like definitely get that GoPro, go out there, whether you catch yes. a fish or not, just kind of practice talking to that camera. Yes. GoPro, I think is definitely essential for when you're going to start a fishing channel because it's so much easier to get comfortable for it. Adam Minhara says, uh, talking to the camera is the hardest part for me. Yeah, like I'm definitely not an expert at it either. I feel like I'm getting a little bit better, but it's, it's definitely the weirdest part. And and even more, the weirdest part when there's people around. Like yes. if you're around people <laughs> and you just look like a wackadoo talking to yourself. They're like, who's this guy talking to you? He's talking to me? Like, no, I'm talking to myself, man. I'm talking to my subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I went out yesterday with a really good buddy of mine, uh, Pat. If you're watching, uh, really good dude of mine. And I'm out with him and his dad. And Pat's the one that actually pushed me to do a YouTube channel and kind of like kind of push this whole social media side of it. And I can't even wear like I didn't I didn't film anything because I was just like, it's going to be weird. There's somebody else there. And I'm like, I don't want to like have to describe what I'm doing when he's like, yeah, I know I'm sitting next to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. It's weird. It's weird. Adam says there's always the fear of you. Uh, you were talking to yourself on the bank or in your kayak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's what you're doing. You're always talking to yourself. <laughs> right, right. But I, again, man, I, I would say you do you do talk to the camera well, man. And I've seen every video get a lot better each time. Definitely trying, trying my best. <laughs> takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of hard work. It does. And I, th I think a lot of people think like you just throw the videos out, you do whatever, you catch some Mondo epic fish on gummy worms and you throw it on YouTube <laughs> and it's all bada bing, bada boom. You're a big easy, hit. Easy. Yeah. It's definitely not that at all. It's a lot of work that goes in. Um, like, I don't even know if you touch like SEO, like that search engine optimization. Oh, dude, no, no. That's a whole nother level. <laughs> hey, man. I, I'm pretty sure you're already follow Ramon, but you should talk to him. That guy's going to be big here soon because he is on that next level on SEO. I, I need to talk to Ramon then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what, uh, for this year, uh, for 2021, what are three things that you want to work on, whether it be with social media or be with fishing? Three things that I want to work on. Well, Let's see. Well, I want my editing game to get much better. I know we were talking a little mm -hmm. bit about that earlier. Um, I don't currently have a computer to do any of that. I'm doing everything on my phone. So, What are you using to do it on your phone? Uh, it's actually an app called Video Leap. Okay. Uh, can't remember who makes it, but I know there's Adobe Premiere and all that stuff you can get on the phones. But, man getting on a computer and being able to slice it to pieces and oh. putting whatever you want. 
I need that in my life. That's one of those things I need. <laughs> Dude, I used uh, LumaFusion until like three months ago. I used LumaFusion. It's an iOS program, and it gives you kind of a lot of stuff that the other programs have, but in a mobile form. But I did everything off my iPhone from – I started my channel June, end of June last year. So up until that point, like all of 2020, I did everything off my phone. And then getting the laptop, getting Premiere, I was like, oh, my goodness, I could do so much more, so much like, quicker. Yes, because yeah. downloading things from the GoPro app to your phone, <laughs> it takes so long. And I hate right. it. I'd rather just take the SD card, put it in a computer, and get it straight to editing. Right. But uh, So that's another thing I want to do this year. With Instagram, This by the end of this year, my goal is to try and hit. 5,000 subscribers because I'm at like 4,300 something. Well, oh, okay. 4.4? Yeah, I want to hit, try and hit 5,000. I think that's pretty reasonable. Absolutely if keep, reasonable. If I keep working hard. Um, I always set a goal every year to hit 1,000 followers. So what, whether that means I got to up my content, add something different, I'm going to try and reach it because that's my goal. I right. want it bad. <laughs> Um, thirdly, man, I'm not sure. Is there any lures I want to get better at? So when it comes to lures, so so when it comes to lures, what, what's your top three types of lures to use? Top three types of lures? Yeah. Well, we got the swim jig. Mm -hmm. I love the swim jig. And then there's the, um, the popper. Especially the Sixth Sense uh, Splashback. That is my favorite popper out there. I've got my PB on that. Are you using the big one or the small one? The big one. The big one. Yep. And uh, blueback herring. It's like a, it's a shad pattern. But um, yeah, my PB is only four pounds. That just says how little these fish are up here. Right. <laughs> and yep, I like the popper. And then the next bait would have to be the um, shaky worm. With a okay. shaky head. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's good. So, speaking of baits, I don't know if we want to talk about it now. I know me and you were talking about maybe doing something next month. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so, so me and Mike were talking about maybe doing a, uh, what's it called, like a lure exchange? Yeah, a lure exchange, six cents showdown. Yeah. So, again, not a cheesy challenge. After I did all that crap talking about challenges. <laughs> But, um, so basically I'll send him some baits. He'll send me some baits all from the six and, uh, we'll both have a, you know, like a, uh, two hour, three hour session to be able to get it in and, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what we can get out of it. And we'll both kind of put our videos out the same week. So everybody can kind of see on both sides of it. Yeah. I think that's going to be really fun and it's not necessarily cheesy you know it's it's a good challenge i think it's a good challenge. <laughs> excuse me oh oh it's not cheesy and i'm gonna tell you what now that you told me you're not getting any of those three things oh okay <laughs> yeah listen i love the six but i'm gonna make you catch something on there ned fry <sighs> i have some of those i have some of those i better get practicing man i have yet to catch a fish on it so listen i don't uh mike doesn't have to say anything but i will six cents Dude, that Ned Fry is awful. Like, all your guys' soft plastics are so good, and the baits are so good. That Ned Fry is so underwhelming. It's giant. It's the same size as a clout worm. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 like five inches. Clatworm's five point four, right? It's huge, and the only part that's even good about it is the very end of it. Yeah, you have to cut the bait in half to to use it on a net rig, and you might as well cut a clout in half. Throw you that get on the it. same thing, and then I've heard people say like, put it on a shaky head. Well, no, they have a shaky worm for that. This is supposed to be their yeah. Ned bait. I'm sure they're yeah. not listening, but six cents if you're out there, dude, drop that thing from the line. Casey, drop that thing from the line. Come out with a new Ned bait. Like, I hate that bait so much. I'm going to send you so many packs of that. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to wacky rig every single one. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't work that bad as a wacky rig. It's actually kind of good uh, in the winter. Like, uh, throw that thing unweighted, uh, flat side mm-hmm. down, and it gives a really super slow. See? It's so painful to fish, though, because it takes forever to work wait, the like, column. Got to wait, yeah. like, 20 seconds just for it to flutter yeah. down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but definitely, guys, stay tuned for that. We're we're, we're going to – we're definitely – gonna do that challenge i think it's an awesome idea um we both like six cents i think they're i i think they're a great company um i love all the baits that they put out except for the ned fry mm-hmm. um and i think it's a way that both of us can kind of show like, just a difference in water too because i mean we, we we both fish completely different water yes. like i mean as we said before we're both better fishermen because we fish northern strain not southern it's not easy <laughs> for us uh, but you deal with a lot of clear water right clear water boulders oh oh yeah uh we got a lot of basin lakes and it's all clear water so there's no real structure it's just straight clear water and grass along the edge of the lake so those bass can see you <laughs> right so when you say basin, are, are we talking about just bowls, right? Is that what you're talking about? Just yep, just bowls. Just gotcha. Bowls. That's crazy because that's actually similar to here. Like we have just like we don't have structure. There's very there's not a lot of structure in New Jersey waters. Um, there's some lakes, especially up north, but South Jersey, they're just flat pits. Mm-hmm. I mean, we our water, especially the water I fish, is super stained though. Like I I fish a lot of cedar water and stuff like that. So yeah, you got all the tannins in the water. And everything. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think it'll be fun. Uh, again, I'm going to make you catch something on a June bug Ned Fry. We'll see. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they'll look at that thing and they'll be like, what the heck is that? So are you guys in the pre-spawn? Are you guys in the spawn? Are you guys post yet? Uh, man, they're they're starting to post up on their beds, you know. Okay. So I think we're in the very beginning of the spawn. Which is great because okay. I've been waiting for it. It's my favorite time to fish. What uh? So for the spawn coming up, we're gonna go back to the top three, top three lures for right now in your water. And again, reminder to everybody, he's in Lower Michigan. Top three right now is gonna be a Texas rigged, um, that hog wallet like a brush hog. Okay. Any kind of brush hog or creature bait, Texas rigged, and use a flipping hook because. Those bass, they bite so light that uh, a normal hook just doesn't do it sometimes. It doesn't get a hook up for you. Hey, and so with that flipping hook, are you snelling that or just a, uh, a straight knot? I, I just try tie a palomar knot. I don't do any of the snell knots or anything like that. Palomar knot seems to do just fine. Okay. Those, hook, those hooks are designed to do that on their own. So Gotcha. Um, and then I will actually use a swim jig the Divine Swim Jig from Six Sense Fishing because it's got that flat bottom. 
on it. Yep. So it stands those claws up if you use a craw as a trailer. Mm-hmm. And they hate that. And then again, the shaky worm. They do not like the shaky worm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I get it, right? That thing's sitting in their bed. It's shaking. They, it looks like a bait fish eating them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to your Texas rig. Are you fishing that weighted? And if you are fishing it weighted, are you pegging it? I am fishing it weighted. Sometimes I will peg it. Recently, I'm trying to not peg it. It seems to be working pretty well. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back to the peg to determine how which one's better. Right. But, um, yeah. Doing it unpegged right now. So for me, when I use those Texas rigs for bed fishing, I would peg them mm-hmm. because then, so sometimes your weight would drop into that bed and they'll start yep. picking, but your bait's not actually going to hit that bed. So I would peg yep. it that I know it's ever going to hit exactly there. See, yeah, that makes sense. And that's probably why I missed some bites the other day when I went out. So Adam wants to know, have you ever used a bead? Uh, Adam, are you talking about like to uh, in between the weight and the hook? I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. Um, the glass beads. I do actually use the beads sometimes, but uh, some when there's grass, which there always is, uh, it gets all gunked up and out. Right. So, I mean, are you guys really grassy? That that's crazy to hear. So when I think of Michigan, I'm thinking of like clear rock, but like no grass. But you you fish a lot of grass. Yeah. Um. By me in West Michigan, the I think there's a misconception because all the Great Lakes and the Southeast is a lot of rock. Right. So, and a lot of the really high up YouTube YouTubers that fish up here are fishing those areas. So, where I fish, it's all grass, it's all mucky, and it's loaded up. It sucks. It sucks. I love it. (laughs) Oh, no, I love it. That's my favorite fishing. No wonder you like that swim jig, right? That is like the superior yep. bait for that. Run that thing through there. Mm-hmm. Hey, so when you're running that swim jig, um, do you know about the Alabama shake when it comes to swim jigs? You heard about that? I think I know what you're talking about. Maybe. So what do you use? Have you ever do that? So Alabama shake, for anybody who doesn't know, when you're running that swim jig, you're going to toss it out and you're going to give a lot of action in the rod. You're basically going to be working that rod all the way through and then just kind of using your reel to pick up that slight slack. And it's going to give a ton of action. Uh, Or there's just like your standard straight retrieve, maybe give a little pulses, things like that. See, I'll do a a mix of those two. So I'll do your straight retrieve and then I'll kind of give it three twitches or two twitches along the way. So that seems to do pretty well. It kind of like uh, jumps the bait up a little bit, like it's trying to go to the surface and then it's falling. Right. So they seem to really react to that. And what weight are you using on those swim jigs? Are you doing one-fourth or three-eighths? Because those seem to be the two standards. Yeah, I'm weird. I like one-fourth to a half ounce. Okay. No no three-eighths. Just one-fourth to a half ounce. Like, for some reason, that half ounce, when it it drops, for me, it drops perfectly fast. And it gets through the grass a lot easier. So Hmm. We got a lot of um, milfoil, so it's, like, thick. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our grass is a little more stringy. Like, I don't ever use, very rarely will I use one-fourth anymore, and that's only if I'm using white. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's only with, like, an adrenaline craw or a, uh, that's an X-Zone Lures product or the, um, what's the Rage one? Rage Menace? Yeah, Rage Menace. Um, So that's the only time I'll use one-fourth just so I can keep it on top. But other than that, I use three-eighths to kind of dig into that. 
I'm a real flipping and pitching person. I like getting down into that thick grass and seeing yeah. what's in there. Uh, Adam wants to know any sense that you like to add. I don't use any sense. No sense. No sense. Only That's six a, cents, right? Only six cents. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, thought about using them? You know, I see people using them, and I've thought about it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not going to take the extra step. The baits are made to catch fish already, so I just leave them the way they are. So I will say, if you're fishing dirty water, I, in the recent uh, switch over to using scents, especially on swim jigs. Yeah, and that's, that, especially. Makes that makes so sense. So dirty water, you're not going to get that that noise and uh, vibration that a chatterbait's going to give, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I want. I want a more subtle presentation. Uh, but I will use a scent now on swim jigs, but not any scent. I won't use a gel scent because I feel like if you put that gel on as that skirt is pulsating, it gets caught in the gel and it won't. It kind of gums okay. it up. Yeah, yeah. So that I use, uh, I think it's called Bang. I think that's what it's called, but it's an aerosol can. I, I listened to Carl Jacobson talk about it on Bass Talk Live. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a professional fisherman. I think he's on Bassmasters, but it made a lot of sense to me. Like dark water, like you want to give a little subtle, but uh, like you want to give more attention, but a subtle attention. Like, like me personally, I don't like throwing the chatterbait. It does not work for me. It doesn't work in my area. Um, for me, I think it's too loud. I don't think it's natural. I think I can pick off some pickerel with it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can catch a pick roll. We'll rewind it all the way back to the beginning on a gummy worm. Um, they're <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> they're very ferocious, dumb predators that will eat anything because they want to taste it. Uh, for me, chatterbaits just don't work. So, since my, maybe something you could try, uh, you know. I think I haven't tried it because I've been fishing so many, so much clear water. But right. I do, I do have some spots that are dirty water, and I might try it, especially if it's aerosol because. I'm pretty lazy. I don't like getting out the gel and then I don't do the gel. Uh, the only time I'll use the gel is uh, if I'm crappie fishing, I'll mm-hmm. throw it on there um, just because I feel like that helps them hold uh, the little crappie magnet jigs a lot better. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't use live bait. I just use uh, soft plastics for crappie. Uh, but when it comes, the only thing I use it on is jigs and swim jigs. And I only use the aerosol just so it won't gum it up. I think I'll have to try that one day because aerosol is like right up my alley. Nice and easy. Just spray it. Oh, and I'm done. <laughs> and listen, man, I know you're from the bank, but if you ever get in a kayak, it's really cool. because Then you look like a boat because you have this like oil slick behind you <laughs> of craw. I feel like I'm saltwater fishing, like I'm chumming. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. One day I'll get a kayak and <laughs> I'll be I'll be on your guys' level. <laughs> Got to get it, man. Hey, like honestly, kayak fishing is I think you should, like, you can do a lot with uh, with bank fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but kayak fishing, I feel like, so you're going to get all the benefits of a boat. You're not going to be able to run and gun. You're not going to be able to do long distances. But you can do something a boat can't do, which is throw in the back of the bed of a truck and leave. Yep. <laughs> right? Uh, c- case in point, I went out Monday with my buddy, like I was talking about. We missed the whole good tide. Um on the river that I fish cause it's tidal. Um, we missed the whole good tide because his starter wouldn't start on his boat. Ugh. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, 
you could be out in the longer now. <laughs> I literally, we spent an hour and then we had a troll, like we had to use a trolling motor to get to the spot. That was another 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, at this point, I've already got three fish. Like, right, right. Yeah. And one of those could be fairly large. Right, right. Especially lately on uh, Old River X has been on fire lately. Dude, you've been doing great. You've been doing oh, great. That's awesome. It's so good. I, so, I, so I just finished editing today. And uh, one, like I'm a big bonehead and I messed up the weight. Like the actual <laughs> weight, it was bigger than what I thought. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was reading the scale. And I was reading the scale of 6.8. Mm-hmm. And as I go through the footage, I, 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 you know, I'm hearing myself talk. And I'm like, yeah, it's 6 pounds, 8 ounces. It's 6.88. Well, it's one of those Rapala scales that don't do it by ounces. Yeah. Oh, they do man. it by so, – so it was actually 6 pounds, 15 ounces is how big the bass I got was. Oh, like seven. one ounce off of a 7-pounder. Oh, dude. Dude, it was – yeah. I'm calling it added a seven. whole new thing to that fish, dude. It was – not only did I get that thing, I got it in a kayak and I got it on film. I didn't well, have a net. Like, say, say no net, net, dude. It was like, and I'd already lost a big fish at that point. And I literally, <clears throat> I can't wait for folks to see this video that's coming out on Thursday. But I literally, like, when I get that thing, I've already posted my face on uh, Instagram. Like, that is a face of, like, shock and just, I was so amazed oh, yeah. that I actually got to land it. Uh, I would honestly call it a seven pounder if it was me, because if it's only one ounce away, I'm gonna lie. I'm a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen, if I would have known, it would have been I'm I'm the idiot who was like, oh, it's six six pounds, eight point eight ounces. Well, no scales don't read that way. Mm-hmm. If it was no <laughs> way around, I would have dipped that thing in the water, let it let it get its gullet full of water first, and then mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. filled him up some more. <laughs> All right, man, we got some rapid-fire off-the-wall questions. You ready? Yep. All right. Top ramen, top three flavors. Rapid-fire. man. What is it? The um, roasted chicken? Oven-roasted chicken? Fancy. Fancy. (laughs) All right, all right. Roasted chicken. That's Um, amazing. Okay. Uh, Top three sandwich proteins. Salami, pastrami, and turkey. Okay. Number one boat snack or fishing snack. Number one fishing snack. Uh, what is it? Uh, sweet chipotle trail mix. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like the sweet and spicy. Other than coffee, number one. Breakfast beverage. I want to say beer, but I, I better not. Um, <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> I'll leave it at beer. I like it. <clears throat> All right, man. So again, um, if anybody doesn't follow him, it's Mike Goes Fishing. Uh, where can they find you at? You find me on Instagram. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, but I don't use it really. Just feedbacks <laughs> off my Instagram. And then uh, you can find me on YouTube. So those are the two right there. It's both Mike Goes Fishing on YouTube and Mike Goes Fishing on Instagram. And then do you have any uh, companies other than Six Sense that you'd like to uh, maybe rip out there that's been helping you out? Um, recently, I uh, teamed up with Waterland. So if you guys want to go check out some Waterland sunglasses, um, you can... 
they're amazing sunglasses. I mean, I don't leave the house without them. Wear them every single day. But uh, if you guys want to get some apparel, some gear, some sunglasses, use my code MGF10. You can save some money. Seriously, I want to be promoting it. Two things here. One, uh, when it comes to Mike, he doesn't post a lot of stuff about like just spamming. Like, hey, I support blah, blah, blah company. Like, you see the dude wear the stuff. Um, we've only met off IG, and I trust that guy when he puts out a product review. I really do. Um, and with Waterland, so I bought the pre-order when they first came out. And I've had them now for over a year, I guess, is what Jeez. it's come out. Right? So I've had the same pair for over a year. I have no scratches. They float, which they don't talk about. I don't know why they don't. They float. And I've they've never Dude, broken I didn't on me. Know that. <laughs> Dude, they float and I can count on two hands how many times I've they've literally fallen off my face or off my hat from the kayak and they've floated to the side. I released the fish and I was able to pick the glasses back up. So um, they're great glasses, but also like everything Mike says, like he's not doing it to get he's not doing it to get some BS clout. He's just letting you guys know good products. So. Yeah, I don't want you guys to be out there using junk, so <laughs> it's actually going to help you out. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, thank you very much for coming on, dude. It's been a blast. Thank you very much, dude. I'm, I'm very honored. I appreciate it. All right, man. We're going to send some baits. Get ready for a bunch of Ned Fries. Uh, oh, boy. I'm going to send you <laughs> some, too. I hope you like them. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. Yeah, I see you later, man.